It's one of those diabolical loves, you know? One of those, like, mega mind type of... Mm, got him again. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a great slate of games in the NFL. <laughs> Normally, I should be doing, like, maybe Monday conversations about certain games in the NFL. But I like to wait, you know. I like to wait until all the games are done processing. And I can really assess and tell you really how I be feeling about these certain games. And wow. Wow. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm shocked across the board for certain teams. I think most of my picks were right. I know on ESPN and I did some picks on Facebook, they were right. I think I only I don't know how many games. I think I missed like four games, and I picked some upsets. Mm-hmm. And then there were other teams that, um, yeah, I don't know what they were doing. I don't honestly know. Uh, but. You already know how I'm rocking. You already know who I am. It's your boy Dubs in the building. This is the 41st episode of The Analyst. Let me tell you something, huh? You can catch me on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I don't think I missed anything. I ain't said for Um, Wow. <laughs> A lot of things are shaping up. I told you. It's going to start getting closer to that playoff time, and things are going to start changing. People are going to start winning. Some teams are going to digress. You know, other teams are going to start showing themselves. And you're going to start really understanding, like, who's who? Who's a contender? Who's mm, Who might just get in by default? Who might just be skating, you know? Um, this is a... It's a quite interesting, you know, slate of games that I saw. Highlights and some teams. Well, I know one team got got smacked. That's the only game I've seen where someone got smacked. I mean, there was another game, but I don't know what that team be doing. Um, <laughs> but um, we're going to go through each of these games. I'm going to let you know my assessment and everything. Um, let's start with that Raiders and Dolphins game. You know, I'm going to start my own team. You know, my squad, them boys, them Dolphins. That man, Tua Tungavailoa at 325 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Tyreek Hill had 10 receptions, 146 yards, one touchdown. As the Miami Dolphins moved to 7-3, and three, beating the Las Vegas Raiders 20-13. Yes, the Raiders are not that good. They're not. But let's... Change the narrative on that. They are five and six now. Let's say the Raiders would have won that game. It would have been six and five. The Dolphins would have been six and four. So would that mean like the Raiders were a good team, or do y'all still just gonna be like, well, they're not a playoff team, so they're not really good. But they they got six wins though. They they'd be tied. They would have been tied or a game behind the Dolphins. So, um. What I could see from that game, I seen, like, uh, I think the Dolphins had a lot of missed opportunities. It's uh, it's good to see, like, how their offense progress. 
each time, like when we play certain teams, like we might not just put up 30 something points or 40, but you can just see like at times, I think the Dolphins, they're still trying to, you know, figure out their flow. Um, and, um, you could just tell like, cause Tyreek, he kind of hurt his hand in the game. Then A-Chan got hurt. He re-injured his knee, but they said he could play this Friday against the Jets. So he did play after that one uh, snap. Um, um, it was it wasn't one of our best showings. Honestly, we kind of just got out. We did enough to win the game. Um, we did have, you know, a couple turnovers in there. I didn't like, uh, some bad, bad, you know, bad stuff like Tua throwing that pick. Um, one of his worst QBR games, 38.7. You don't see that from Tua. Tua normally is high, like 70s and 80s QBR, sometimes over 100. And to see 38.7, you could tell, like, that Raiders defense was really paying attention to certain things that the Dolphins be doing because it's all off of timing, timing routes and Tua getting the ball out of his hand. Like, he knows who he's going to. Um, and I can say what the Dolphins need to change up is they need to go to, instead of it just being, all right, this read is just for that receiver, it needs to be more so like, all right, first read, second read. Be quick. It shouldn't be just, all right, I'm going to look for Tyreek. All right, he's not open. All right, I'm going to see if I can find somebody else. Because sometimes it throws off Tua's rhythm and his footwork. And you can see it sometimes in the game. When his footwork and his rhythm is off, or if you got him moving to the right, and he's not a right-handed quarterback, it throws him off from who is he, who he's trying to throw it to. Or if he's feel like he got a rush, like he has to do something that he don't want to do. So it's a little tough for um, these Dolphins. Um at times because uh the offense just be looking a little stagnant and um you would think like whoever they play they can stay in the game all they gotta do is make certain adjustments like the raiders on sunday they honestly could have won the game the way they were playing like uh they was out 10-7 in their first quarter and it was just 13-14 at half and all the dolphins did was kick two field goals in that third quarter and nothing else happened Raiders had, like, a couple chances. They could have won this game at the end, and um, they just couldn't execute. There were certain times, like, uh, the defense really just showed up. They got key sacks. You got Jalen Ramsey. He had two picks. He had that one interception at the end where he just, like, dove in the air. I thought he got hurt, and they had to challenge it. They had to really watch to see if he had the ball. And it was close, um, but he more so had it. It just, he hurt himself getting it. You got to jump in the air, and then you falling on the ball. And, yeah, it just, um, it, was a, it was a weird game, honestly. But uh, I would say the defense really won that game because they had three INTs in the game. And then um, as far as sacks, we had, like, two sacks in the game. Um, it could have been, it should have been more than that. But, you know, it happens teams, you know, they're going to try to get the ball out quick. They ain't going to try to let uh, certain things happen. 
but this wasn't like the cleanest like the offensive output. Like you know, Jalen Waddle he had some good receptions in the game. He had some good catches. Tyreek was balling. He had that good, nice. Uh, I think it was like thirty some yard catch, thirty eight yard touchdown catch. Um, I just feel like other guys on the offense for the Dolphins got to start showing up. They got to really start being involved in the game because when it looks like it's just mostly Tua, um, not Tua, Tyreek, and then they run the ball, you can kind of see like the like defenses be like, oh, well, we ain't got to worry about nobody else. Let's key in just on these two things. If we can stop these two things, they're going to have to figure out who else to find open. And that's what the Dolphins are going to have to really start showing as the week's got on and stuff um and you can you can see like even like the lesser competition um they're starting to figure out certain things early on in the game like normally the dolphins come out hot and they start scoring and now certain teams are just starting to be like you know what we're not gonna let them get off to that hot start let's let's get them into these third and longs and make them think now what are they going to do? Like, like uh, in the game, like, the Dolphins were struggling when it came to third down and more. Um, let me see. Let me go to the stats because I, I don't want to be wrong, but I knew on third down they was terrible. Like, the Dolphins were 3-4-11. 3-4-11 on the game? I mean, the Raiders were 4-14, four for 14, but when it came to, like, like, third and longs or even if it was, like, anything beyond seven yards, the Dolphins couldn't execute it because now – the Raiders were playing at the at the yard marker, so they wasn't going to let the Dolphins just sit there and, and just get these first and find, like, Craycraft or find Barrios or go find Cedric Wilson um, or Tyreek. Like, they was looking for certain stuff, and that's what I credit the Raiders for. They played real good defense. Antonio Pierce really um, got them focused and everything and stuff. Um, and it's 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 been... And, and I can't, like, get too mad at, like, that the Dolphins get stopped at times. I just think they just need to change some things up on offense to make things better. Because, like I said, these next five games, even well, now four now, the Dolphins have to keep winning to stay ahead. Because now that the Bills change the offensive coordinators, now their mindset is different. Just like with the Steelers getting rid of Matt Canada today, they fired him. You're going to see a different mindset. You're going to see players play a little bit harder. You're going to see different plays. You're going to see stuff. So the Dolphins have to win these games, and it starts with beating the Jets this Friday on the road. They got Tim Boyle in that quarterback. It's no more Zach Wilson. They can move him to third string again. I don't know why they keep changing it. I would have just kept Zach Wilson in the game. The game would have been close. But they know that defense plays with they bring pressure with four, and they send seven back. The Jets are very smart. They're just like the Eagles. They don't have to bring all-out blitzes. They can just let that front forward do what they do and just be like, all right, just guard guard spaces, guard spaces. Play that zone. Play underneath because that's what he likes looking for. So the Dolphins are going to have to really show it. It's going to be against these Jets in Washington and where these two teams have good corners, good offense alignment or defense alignment, that the Dolphins are going to have to really change some stuff up. And if they don't get that running game off the – off the gate, and it's more so passing. Dolphins kind of struggle. I'm going to just keep it real. I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm heavy. Um, um, so I'm hoping when we go to New York that they figure this out. 
hopefully A-Chan does play. Um, but they got to run more screens. Run more, like, if they know the blitz is coming, delay um, screens to tight ends like Julian Hill or Durham Smythe. Or get Tyreek more or Jalen Waller more into the game. I get it, you want to force it to Tyreek, but get Jalen into the game. Like, you know, um, Jalen can be that instant home run threat. Get him into that. And, um, um, so it's, uh, it's just. Is the Dolphins got a lot of things to work on, but I can, I don't see them really going backwards. It's just they they just gotta fix little stuff. They're missing little keys, you know. So the Dolphins beat the Jets. They go to eight and three. They beat the Commanders nine and three. The Titans are regressing badly. That's ten and three. They play the Jets at home. That's eleven and three. Like I said, the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills is gonna be a massive test. Christmas Eve, then New Year's Eve, and then playing the Bills. It's gonna be a massive test, and if the Dolphins can get through that, and they at least finish 12-5, and 13-4. Dolphins are going to be a nasty team in the playoffs. And right now, you got to think, Tua's played a lot of games now. Like, he's played 10 games. You got to think, like, other times he was out, he was hurt. Now he's playing games. If Tua finishes the season, Dolphins are going to be a team that's scary to face. Um, let's talk about some other games. Um, let's see. I don't know how to flip, flip from that. Um, let's talk about, uh, Brock Purdy and them 49ers. Brock Purdy showed up. He, uh, got himself back, you know, um, playing very well. And they, uh, beat the Buccaneers 27-14 as Brock Purdy threw for 333 yards, three TDs. Brandon Ayu, he is him. He's been him all season. And I love receivers that can catch the ball with their hands because it shows that it's that that uh, level of focus and concentration. Like when the ball comes, they know to catch it with their hand, not with their body. Because if you catch it with your body, most of the time you can get rocked and that thing can go flying out. Now, it's a little difficult with the hands because someone can knock it out. But majority of the time, if you're really focused and you got strong you know, hands to catch, and it's not going to fall out. Brandy Ayuk has been him. Five receptions, 156 yards, one touchdown. He's been their best receiver. The 49ers can keep excelling and getting better. They're just getting themselves ready for their Eagles game because that's going to be tough because the Eagles just picked up Kevin Byers and they got uh, Roby as their third corner. Like they're, The Eagles are trying to do stuff. So those two teams right there, it's going to be a great test to see how they both play. Um and um, it's going to be crazy to see. Um, um, let's talk about the Rams upsetting the Seahawks. The thing about them Seahawks that I always be so confused on, what, what did they be doing? See, the thing I think I've said on other episodes were uh, – that the Seahawks, they don't utilize that three-receiver set for some reason. I don't get it. It'd be weird. Sometimes they put them in. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they go more so. It's like two receivers, two tight ends, 
or, you know, stuff like that. Or sometimes they go three tight ends, one receiver out. They don't normally try to put Jackson Smith and Jigba out there, and I'm just like, can you just get him the ball more? Like, can you get him involved? What's going on? Like, you don't. I don't. Maybe it's he's not processing the plays fast enough, and during the week, maybe they're just trying to give him just what he can understand. Um, even with them playing Zach Cabernet, more giving him more runs, fifteen carries, forty-seven yards. What happened to Kenneth Walker? Like, why is he getting less carries now? Like, what does he do? Did he start fumbling the ball out of the random or? Um, oh, okay. He's a hurt. He got hurt his oblique. Um, he might be an IR candidate, but, uh, they, but they're going to say he going to probably might miss some time, but yeah, it's just, it's weird. Like their division, the NFC South or West, it's a weird division. And I had the Rams to win this game only because it's like with that division, you really can't say like, oh yeah, I know for a fact the 49 is going to win this game against them. Or I know for a fact the Seahawks going to win this game. Is you just never know. Like, who would have thought, like, the Cardinals was going to beat the Falcons last week? Like, who would have like who would have guessed that stuff? And then, like, who would have thought the Rams was going to beat the Seahawks? I didn't even know Matt Stafford was playing. I just know they just picked up Carson Wentz. But I didn't know they was going to win the game. And, like, they didn't do nothing impressive. Like, Cooper Cup had one reception. Puka and Nicole had five receptions, 70 yards. They did nothing that was crazy. It was just more so defense. It was just, that's all it was. It was defense, and then it was getting good field position. The Hawks got to finish, figure that stuff out. Um, but, yeah, that's one of those weird games, just like the Browns and the Steelers game. Browns beat the Steelers 13-10. Dorian Thompson-Robinson had 165 yards, one touchdown. Jalen Warren had nine carries, 129 yards, one touchdown. Kenny Pickett was the reason why they lost the game. Kenny Pickett is terrible. I get it. Yeah, Matt Canada might not know how to draw up good plays, but you got to understand it's still the players on the field that have to execute, and Kenny Pickett practices all week. They don't say he'd be on the injured list, he'd be hurt or whatever and stuff. Um, is this... I just... I don't, I don't understand with Kenny Pickett, honestly. It's like he's still... Like, plays like he's still in college for some reason. Like, in certain games, like, I compare him to, like, Drake May. Like, they got high praise for Drake May. They might say, like, he might be a great, you know, great lottery pick or whatever. But, um, like, with those two, it's like when they play to a, play a certain competition, they kind of almost just go backwards. And, like, they don't put up big numbers. So, if Drake May was coming out, if you wanted to find who his comp was, I wouldn't say it's Kenny Pickett, but it's, I want to say he's probably close to Kenny Pickett, maybe, like, mm, ah, that's tough. Uh, Carson Wentz in his early years? Like, I don't see anyone right now, like, he would compare good to. It just depends on what system he goes to. Maybe Kenny Pickett plays better without Matt Canada calling plays, but I just feel like they just got too many weapons and they don't get utilized. Like, how Deontay Johnson get two receptions, 16 yards? George Pickens gets four receptions, 38 yards. Allen Robinson, the second, get three for 20 yards. Darnell Washington, their big 6'8 um, tight end, 
only get one reception, eight yards? You tell me the only person that really did it was Jalen Warren for nine carries, 129 yards. So why you ain't just keep running the ball then? If you knew the passing wasn't working, why you just keep giving it to Jalen Warren? He was the one that was averaging 14 yards a run. What's the point of throwing the ball? No point of throwing it 28 times and you ran it 26. You know, that might look balanced. No, no. Like, I could get it why the Browns were trying to pass it and first was running it because they couldn't find no lanes. But, like, with y'all, if you see something working, let's keep going with it. You know, I understand the Browns are now 7-3, and 5-1 at home. Still, it's a 6-4. and four. The Steelers keep sliding. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Steelers have to get that stuff together. Like, I was going to say get that shit together, but <laughs> I already said it now. So like, they play the, they, they play the Bengals um, this Sunday. Even with a different quarterback. I think his name is Browning. And that quarterback, like, who who said that's going to be a given that you're going to go into Cincinnati and win that game? Then you play the Cardinals. Now it's a different mindset in Arizona. You got Kyler Murray playing. You got to go to Arizona and stuff. Oh, no, nah, they got to come to you. Who, who says y'all lose, y'all win that game? Then you got to play the Patriots. Yeah, there might be a little layup, but it'd probably be more of a defensive game. So it'll probably just come down to the, if they don't, if Kenny Pickett don't improve before those games, I can see a quarterback change. It ain't gonna be just Matt Canada again. Let go. We're gonna be Kenny Pickett sitting on the bench and Mitchell Trubisky in the game because that division in the AFC North with the Steelers or the Ravens being eight and three, Browns seven and three, Steelers six and four, and Bengals five and five. You don't think certain teams in that division are gonna start changing something up? Like, yeah, you know what? Hey, if we want to make the playoffs, we gotta we have to win these games. We can't be sitting there and just just let's let's keep it close until the fourth quarter and then let's see what happens. No, that's not that's not how it works. It's really not. It's and it's gonna hurt them in the long run. So I don't know. Hopefully this helps the Steelers, but if they keep messing up, they're gonna shoot themselves out of the playoffs. Like seriously, they're gonna really shoot themselves out of the playoffs. And that's gonna suck for them. Um, the Detroit Lions beat the Chicago Bears 31-26 as the Lions moved 8-2. That's a legit 8-2, too. Awesome. Even though, you know, they the Bears just got Justin Fields back, and he put up 18 carries, 104 yards, and I think he threw for um, 169 yards and stuff. Like, Justin Fields was like, hey, you know what? I get it, the Bears are terrible, but I'm at least put up my own resume. I'm put up my own numbers. Like, I, I'm not going to sit here and – and y'all going to pile on me and say it's my fault. Nope. I'm going to keep putting on my numbers. I'm going to go find my go-to, G.J. Moore, who has seven receptions, 96 yards. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And if we lose, we lose. I This team ain't never been good since I've been drafted. <laughs> I tried. We've won certain games. And it's looked good, you know. But I'm not going to sit there and make my resume look bad. Yeah, my winning record is terrible. But if I get traded somewhere else... Knowing we might have the number one pick, that's cool. That's fine. Because I guarantee I'll be a way better player. And I know this for a fact Justin Fields will be a way better player. He's just been on a bad team. Bad coaching. Bad offensive staff. But I love to give the credit to the Detroit Lions. They've been balling this year. Since that first win against the Chiefs, that's been a, that's a scary team to face. And I remember when the Dolphins played them last year. Lions gave us a fight. Like, it was like a fight to the end. Like, we had to get key stops because if we didn't, 
we would have lost that game in in Detroit. We would have lost. Um, um, Detroit Lions are a very good team. I like how they move, like they're running the ball and stuff. Like, like I said, Dave Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, that two two running back tandem, they just nasty. Like Jameer Gibbs might not have much in rushing, but he did catch six passes for fifty nine yards. So they're finding ways where it's not just all right. We can run the ball with both, but if one person is hot, let let's put the other guy in receiving. Um, pl- um, plays and let's see what he does when he gets the ball out in the field. The Lions are scary. The Lions are scary. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a scary team. Um, let's see. Yeah, the next couple games that they play, they play the Packers at home. That should be a win. Packers been underwhelming the whole year. I don't see them. I can see it maybe be a little close, but nah, nah. It's not going to happen. And then on the road against the Saints and Bears, that's a win. So now you got 9, 10, 11 wins. Play the Broncos. It's going to be tough. The Broncos have been playing a little bit better defensively. Russ seemed like he got his magic back. Um, They could win that game. That's 11. And then you play the Vikings on the road. Vikings been tough defensively. You got to play them two out of three times to finish the season. Um, and then the Cowboys in between that, wow. They could finish with 11 or 12 wins. I'm going to give them that. Um, um, but the Lions are going to be a tough, tough team in that playoffs. When it gets to, like, whoever plays them, like, Cause they can be the three seed, yeah, three seed. If they don't, as long as they don't slide and move to the four, that could be a dangerous, dangerous team. Um, but uh, yeah, I love the Lions right now. Um, so hopefully they keep winning. Um, the Packers beat the Chargers twenty three to twenty. Um, um, Chargers, <laughs> the head scratcher, head scratching team of the year. They were saying the Chargers were going to make the playoffs. Justin Herbert was going to be MVP candidate. I kind of believed it too because Justin Herbert does put up numbers, but uh, Justin Herbert has thirty losses in his career. I was looking at a stat. I think it was yesterday from Herbert from Joe Burrow Herbert. And and Tua, Herbert has thirty losses. Um, what is it? Uh, Joe Burrow has twenty nine losses. Tua has only sixteen losses. Tua is thirty and sixteen. Um. Wow. Um. Wow. Thirty losses. I can say that's coaching also. Most of the time, I think some people, they just, they don't like to believe that coaching can affect the player or affect the team where, like, they just don't play well. And I can honestly tell you just from, like, I can probably name about at least eight starters, pro bowlers that can be on on that Chargers team. They can be on any team that can help team out. Justin Herbert is, like, he's he's in that class with Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. 
Lamar Jackson, elite quarterback, Josh Allen. It just, I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, it's it's like either his defense don't help him, or his receivers dropping passes, or he's making bad decisions, or it's bad play calling. I just don't get it. And the Chargers right now, they're four and six. Uh, I don't see them making the playoffs unless. I don't know. They make a change somewhere. I, I wouldn't say head coach, but I would just I, – I wouldn't even say offensive coordinator because it's not his fault. It's just they got to fix something because there's negative energy in that in that clubhouse, and it's not good. And if you they negative, then they're not going to make the playoffs. You feel me? Um, um – Commanders, Commanders, Commanders. I think I had y'all beating the Giants because I was like, it's Tommy DeVito. You know, Commanders should win this game without no problem, right? What the hell was y'all doing on Sunday? Like, what? <laughs> what? What the hell was going on? I ain't even going to these their stats. I just want to go into, like, I saw something with turnovers. How y'all had six turnovers? What are y'all doing? <laughs> you threw three interceptions and lost three fumbles, but you had the ball for 34 minutes? You have, you put up 403 yards, total yards, 28 first downs? Hold on, bro. Because I didn't even look at this till now. How you have that many first downs, that many total yards, and you telling me you lost? Tommy DeVito wasn't even putting up passes in games. He was just only throwing it to one person. Y'all yeah, out there in the all black unis, and those unis are fire. And you and y'all lose? What? Like what? Like what is going on? Like Like I just don't get this commander's team. Like it should be a whole different mindset and new ownership. No more Daniel Snyder. And, like, y'all just be losing certain games. Like, how you lose to the Giants? Giants had no promise. Nothing. Nothing. All you do is win the game. You let the Giants walk in there and win? Third string quarterback, too. That suck. That's terrible, Commanders. That's terrible. Um... Um, it just, I don't, I don't get it. There's certain teams, I just don't. Um, certain teams, like, you, it's, I feel like I need to bring certain guys to the table, but I feel like they just been doing this on to themselves, so it's like, does it seem? Does it make any point to do it? Bring it to the table. Like I could bring Geno Smith to the table. I'm like, hey man, you got to play better. But like, it's like, what do you expect? Like I don't. It's like it's like teams be so off and on. I can bring Kenny Pickett to the table. But I talked about you before the season. I said just do enough so you don't mess the team up and lose. And you you be out here just I don't know. Throwing duds like Justin Herbert, I could bring you to the table, but what's the point? 
Sam Howell, it's not, it wasn't your fault. I mean, yeah, you did throw three picks. Yeah, some of them were bad. You did throw that late pick six. Uh, but, I mean, if your teammates ain't helping you, what do you expect, man? Like, I don't, I don't seem to understand it. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Weird how the stretch run goes. Cowboys beat the Panthers 33 to 10. You know, these Cowboys fans going crazy, talking about, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl, and they're going to do this, and they didn't beat nobody. Cut the mess. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Tennessee Titans 34-14. Trevor Lawrence had 262 yards, two touchdowns. We finally found Calvin Ridley because he's been, I don't know what he's been doing. He's just been coasting, I think. I think they just been winning, and he just kind of just been in the background. Just like, hey, I ain't going to really do too much. I'm just here just for a good time, not a long time. So, he had seven receptions, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Um, the Texans just pulled it off against the Cardinals, 21-16. C.J. Stroud, 3-36 yards, two touchdowns. His worst worst game of the whole year, he had three picks. Um, Devin Singletary had 22 carries, 112 yards, one touchdown. Tank Dell had eight receptions, 149 yards, one touchdown. Um, the Bills beat up the Jets badly, 32-6. to The Bills were finding their rhythm. No Ken Dorsey at offensive coordinator, so they had, uh, uh, what was it, Joe Brady used to be offensive coordinator for um, Joe Shiesty at LSU. Um, they put together a great offensive performance. Um, you can see Cahill secure at three receptions, 115 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Josh Allen had 275 yards, three touchdowns, did throw a pick. It's all right. As long as y'all won the game, you know, you can have that blemish, you know, whatever. Um, but, uh, and the Broncos beat the Vikings, escaped them just barely. 21 to 20s. Russell Wilson does it again. Threw for three, 259 yards, one touchdown. And then last night game, I will say that was like, <clears throat> that was a great game, actually. I like watching that game. It was a great defensive game. It was no back and forth. It was two teams. It wasn't like the Super Bowl where, like, it was mad points put up. It was just more so it was, I'm going to give you my best. You want to give me yours. It's a fight. It's a dog fight. I ain't going to give you no, I'm not going to give you nothing. You're going to earn this. And both quarterbacks, they were struggling. Them defenses for both teams. And, like, um, Jalen Hurst was getting sacked a lot. Um, Patrick Mahomes couldn't find certain guys open. He had, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantley missed that open reception for the – could have been a go-ahead touchdown with a minute 42 left. And then Justin Watson just drops the pass on that fourth down. But that was a fourth and 25. That's tough. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes putting heat on that. So, I don't know if he would have caught it if it was any other down, but – yeah, it's not a bad loss. You lost to a great team, but I feel like the Chiefs got to work on some stuff, honestly. Uh, and when I say work on stuff, I said they – I've been thinking they needed receivers all season. It's not going to work when your best receiver is your best tight end. And if they gets taken out the game, what happens when they got to find somebody else? Like, you play the Raiders this weekend – like, yeah, y'all can get that W, but who says the Raiders going to let you just come in their stadium and just walk in there and win? This could be closer than it looks. Um, it's it's going to be 
it's going to be tough. Um, I mean, I don't see them really having any hiccups. Um, they, I mean, they got to go on the road the next two games. They going to figure stuff out. They do got to play the Bills at home. That's going to be tough. And yeah, I think like it's going to. I'm hoping the Chiefs run the ball more versus trying to pass it. And I mean, you know, try to disguise that you know they do have a weakness at receiver. Um, and they play the Patriots on the road at home versus the Raiders, Bengals, then on the road for the Chargers. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough for these Chiefs to figure out. I feel like they're going to be just you know that defense is going to kind of carry them throughout the rest of the season. Um, I wasn't expecting this team to really be carried more by defense, but you can just kind of tell offensively. Like, when they put up 41 the Bears, it's expected the Bears are, are terrible. But you see these other games are mad close, 21 20 17-9, 23-20, 27-20, 19-8, 31-17, 24-9. lost bad, barely beating the Dolphins, 21-14, losing to the Eagles, barely. Like, mm, it's going to be tough during the stretch run. Uh, for the Chiefs. Um, 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 we'll see how it goes. If I look at the standings right now, both conferences, as I talk about them, um, I guess I, I'm going to keep this just NFL football. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk some NBA stuff tomorrow and talk about the I don't know if it's, it might be a Thursday night game it might be I'm not sure I know they got games on Friday for Black Friday but um yeah um like if you look at we'll start with the AFC right now you got the Baltimore Ravens in first with eight and three the Kansas City Chiefs are seven and three the Jacksonville Jaguars are seven and three Dolphins are seven and three Browns are seven and three Texans are six and four. Steelers are 6-4. So the teams on the outside looking in are the Bills, Colts, Broncos, Bengals. If I didn't say any of those teams had to eclipse someone and get in the playoffs, it could be the Steelers getting getting moved and the Bills can be the seventh seed. I could see maybe if the Bengals don't figure it out and it'll say Browning doesn't do well at quarterback or he, if he does do a good at quarterback, they could be the seventh seed or they you know what I'm saying? It just depends. In certain teams, you just, like, that that 5 to 7, like, it could be different. But let's say the Browns keep winning with their defense. Like, I don't see no one taking their spot. Let's say the Texans keep winning. So, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough towards the end. The Browns won three straight. Texans won three straight. Um, the Bills can get hot, but they got a tough schedule ahead of them. They still got to play the Chiefs. They still got to play the Eagles. Uh, they play the Eagles Monday night, I think. I want to say. And, yeah, it's going to be crazy, but I just like how the Ravens have been playing. They've been playing dominant. They've probably been playing the best in the AFC for a while. I'm going to keep it real with you. Lamar Jackson been balling. Their defense has been on point. I like I like the Ravens and how they stuff. Um... Um. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy, but I'm gonna say who I think will finish. Mm. 
Mm. I'm going to say that it's going to be the Ravens, Chiefs, Jags, Dolphins. I'm going to say those four are going to be a lock. That's for winning the division. I'm going to say the Browns get in. I'm going to say the Bills are going to be the sixth seed. And I'm going to say the Texans are going to be the seventh seed. I don't see the Steelers getting in the playoffs unless that defense wins them every game. Because if Kenny Pickett loses these certain games, I guarantee it's going to be a drastic thing. Mike Thomas is going to be like, hey, i got to pull you, Kenny. Right now, you're messing us up. And they're going to miss the playoffs. I can see this. I can see the Texans being the seventh seed, the Bills being the sixth. Um, so it will look like the Dolphins will play the Browns first round. Um, the Jags will play the Bills, and the Chiefs will play um, play the Texans. Good playoff games, but we'll see. As far as the NFC, a lot of things are shaping out over there. Um, um. Um, you can look at Eagles are number one. They're nine and one. Detroit Lions are eight and two. The Niners are seven and three. Cowboys are seven and three. Seahawks six and four, and the Vikings are six and five. Then you got teams that's playing behind them. You got the Saints, Packers, Rams, Falcons. Do I see someone taking someone's spot? Um. Um. Hmm. Let's see. Um, if the Vikings struggle towards the end, which I don't think they will, Josh Dobbs has actually been playing pretty well for them since he's got there in them two games. Yeah, he's one and one, but uh, I don't I don't see that the Saints can take them or the Packers or the Rams. I would have thought the Falcons would have been playing better where they can win, but um, it just don't look like that for some reason. Um. Well, I can see the Falcons maybe winning the division versus the Saints, but it just depends, honestly. Like, uh, cause it's weird, cause like I guess how they ranked them, cause Saints got a bad record. Um, Saints would be the four seed, so if the Falcons can get find a way to get in the playoffs, or the Bucks, I can see that. But I don't see no other team. Packers in a rebuild year. Um, Rams are to Commanders. Hell no. Um. So, I can see probably the Falcons winning that division. If it's not the Falcons, it could be the Bucks again. But I don't know. I don't know. So, then it will just look like, what, the Lions and Vikings in the first round. That would be a great matchup. Um, 49ers and Seahawks. That's a good rivalry game. Then you'll have, I guess, we'll say, I'm going to say Falcons and Cowboys. I can see Cowboys. They'll just dog walk them. You got Desmond Ritter at quarterback. Nah, it's not gonna be pretty. It's not gonna be pretty. So that's what I can see. Um, yeah, man, you know how I'll be rocking. Dubs in the building. That was that forty-first episode. Yeah, a lot of teams. It's gonna be. It's gonna be weird. It's like I said. It's gonna be weird. I think the AFC is gonna be the most intriguing throughout the rest of the season. You're gonna see a lot of teams um, do some things and change up stuff. Um, it's going to be pretty wild. Um, um, 
I, I like I said, I can see a lot of teams moving and shuffling. It just depends on injuries too. If injuries are starting to happen and and like at the quarterback position, if if more of that stuff keeps happening, you can see teams really move up and take somebody's spot. Um but yeah, it's gonna be wild to see how the end plays and the one team I I'm gonna keep paying attention to is the Jets. Cause they keep talking about Aaron Rodgers might come back if they look like they're in playoff contention, but I don't see it. Unless they beat us Friday, I don't think so, but that's a compelling team to watch. And I'm going to say for the NFC, I'm going to say the Falcons is a compelling team because they can win that division because right now that NFC South is the worst. The worst. Um, um, so we'll see. Um, but, yeah, man. So that 41st episode of The Analyst. Catch me on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You know, check me out. Facebook like page, Dubs in the Building. Um, um, check me out on TikTok, Dubs in the Building 24, Snapchat at YoungDubs26. Hit me up with questions or whatever. Um, tomorrow I'm going to talk some NBA. I'm going to talk college football and how that's going to turn out. Um, I'm going to talk some college basketball, talk about some games, talk about certain teams. It's kind of hard with college football or basketball because so many teams. So I'm going to try to go through like the top 25 and talk about which one has their strengths and weaknesses. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to keep bringing coverage, keep talking about stuff. So you know how I'm rocking. Uh, appreciate everyone checking out the episodes and watching and listening um, following, so, yeah, man, just keep looking out for me, I'm gonna have more episodes, I'm gonna, like, so I'm gonna start delving more into, like, wrestling, and more college basketball, and I know I've been slacking on college basketball, but I'm gonna get into that, so, yeah, man, keep checking me out, be out here, and if you wanna be on the show, you wanna talk your stuff about your team, or just about, just anything with sports, holler at me, you know, um, like I said, it's your boy Dubs in the building, the hustle never sleeps, and I'm gone.